When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everybody to another edition of In the Paint Overtime where we just go short, quick at it. Uh, Ronnie, Ani, and Chelsea here where we talked about in our main episode 167 about uh, valuation misses and, and why people, you know, given all the factors of why maybe kids don't make it, why they do. But we wanted to talk about the 219 class. Uh, me and Ani just get in there, and, and we kind of wanted to re-rank them. I don't know, Chelsea, what do you think about re-ranking? We, we see a lot of that in the draft, but have you ever seen anything in terms of re-ranking, like a national player ranking of class? Uh, I mean, I've seen it before. You know, they do re-rankings all the time, sometimes these ESPN um, evaluators and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, I'm actually a fan of it. You know, because then you get to kind of, you know, put your evaluations or what yeah. you thought, you know, yeah. kind of to the test. And, yeah. you know, we get an opportunity to look at some players and see how they've, you know, fared out so far. So I think 2019 was a great class. Um, and I think it's good to kind of re-rank this one because now these guys have had two to three years under their belt. Um, and, and I'm interested to see what you guys came up with. So. Okay. Yeah. For me, I'm not a big fan of re-ranking the NBA draft because it's like, Coulda, shoulda, woulda. I could have asked out the finest girl in 12th grade, and I didn't. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, right. you could be, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Like, you know that you you're getting paid to pick those guys, and you messed up or you didn't get it right. You know, uh, I think it's a little different for the evaluation of the class, meaning a high school class, because so many factors go into it. Guys reclass. Yeah. Uh, people take different views. Like, hey, I, my rankings are based on what he's going to be as a pro or what he's going to be in college. Whereas in the NBA, your job is to make that team better. So if you fucked up that pick, you just fucked it up. Like just, you know, I I, I don't know. You can read like, and, and, you know, the the NBA draft all the time. Just it just seems like it's content. I get it. It's fun, but yeah. I'm not a big fan of it to be honest with you. So, uh, Chelsea, what do you want us to do here? What what is it that you want on this 219 class? What do you want to hear about? Okay, so give me your re ranking. Give me your top six. Top six, maybe even top seven guys. If you guys were to be drafting in the 2019 class, what what would your order be? And, and we can start with you, Ronnie. Give me your top six. Um, just start with the names, and then we'll kind of maybe dive into your thought process. Okay. So uh, this is my ranking of the, the class as it should should be. Um, okay. In my opinion, again, we'll see. So I go Anthony Edwards one. He came down from 220, reclassed at the end of 219. Um, Mellow Ball, if we're including him again, some people consider him a pro, uh, a pro player, you know, played in Australia after two years of high school. Yeah. But if he's part of that class, he would be too. Uh, James Wiseman, the big man, uh, went to Memphis three. Four would be Jaden McDaniels. Some people thought he was a great prospect, but others had him really low. I would have him four. My fifth guy would be Tyrese Maxey. Uh, baggage claim boy out of Texas, went to K Kentucky. Uh, again, nobody ranked him that high, uh, but he would be five. And again, if, let's say you take out 
Edwards and take out Ball because a lot of people would really be like, Ronnie Ball doesn't count because he's a pro. Then I would go Precious Achua. Okay. Uh, he is from Montverde Academy, uh, great defender, length, um, is a pro. And then Isaiah Stewart, who was our Mr. Basketball USA, I couldn't have him lower than seventh. Uh, I, Isaiah was a hell of a player, just a hell of a physical uh, specimen and, and just played so damn hard. I, I don't think I could drop him very much lower than that. Oh, okay. So let, let's go back to number three. Okay. If you have James Wiseman at number three, is your list based off of what you would just draft over these guys or based off of their performance thus far? Because when yeah. I go through these re-rankings, I think of, oh, we're talking about what these guys have actually done in the league. And James yeah. Wiseman has actually done much of nothing because he didn't play and he was straight. <laughs> yeah, so right. let's hear about it. So, yeah, uh, my thing is I'm I'm re-ranking them based on how I think they would be if I'm going to take a shot at them to be a good player. And to if I'm a general manager, I'm like, okay, I need them. I get it that Anthony Edwards is better. Yeah. And, and even Mellow Ball. So if I was a Golden State Warriors, I would have took Mellow Ball at number two. And, and then they took Wiseman. So I still think they mess up. But I still think Wiseman's a tantalizing prospect. He's by far the uh, – he was so much bigger and so much uh, – I thought he was pretty fluid, but he was just so – had much more size than Precious, more size. And I was like, you got to take a chance. And somebody would have took a chance on him. Again, he's not number one. Some people thought he was number one in that class, but I don't think you could drop him much further. Maybe Ani has a different opinion, but I'm like, if you do, you're just because you're going out based what you exactly know now. But like, I'm still trying to, you know, as a draft person, somebody's like, what you would do. yeah, like what okay. I would do, I would still consider him pretty high. You know, I, I just, he's too tantalizing. Maybe I'm too into the size. He's a left-hander and I'm getting fooled. I, I, do, I don't know. You know, that's kind of my point. I don't think you guys really agree with me, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that James Wiseman for three is wild. But I do feel you like if you had to re-rank just person personally, like at that time, yeah, who I would get like James Wiseman's top three. But you know, I remember hearing a statement from a um someone I'm close to, I won't say his name, that it was you know, it was like Wiseman, Vernon Carey, and Isaiah Stewart. Yeah. They said Isaiah Stewart's probably gonna bring it eight to nine out of ten times easier. Yeah. Vernon carries like six to seven, and James Wiseman was like four to five. Interesting. And, and looking at their careers, yeah, pretty accurate, <laughs> right? Like Vernon's probably more prehistoric dinosaur when it comes compares to NBA. James Wiseman, I know there were some yellow to red flags in regards to his motor and want to. Isaiah Stewart obviously doesn't he has long arms but does not have the 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 size like the other two guys yeah. right but because he brings it every game yeah is the reason that he has a better career yeah um so I I understand the reason for Wiseman at three I think that statement when I heard it while they were in high school and I kind of saw why I saw yeah. Wiseman in the high school and it was like a mixed bag, like from a talent standpoint, obviously yeah. like best in that class. Um, I probably would have gone Isaiah Stewart just gotcha. because 
that statement alone from someone that really knew those guys from a deeper level stood out to me yeah. while they were in high school. And even, you know, yeah, like I get it. But when I heard that statement, that said a lot to me. <laughs> like you play 10 games, he's going to maybe ring it four times. Like that's awful. That's God. <laughs> like yeah, I don't want, I don't want a player like that. It goes to your point on You got to do more Intel. So on that point that maybe I've mesmerized, you know, Oh man, he just has the size and the form. Yeah. And I I I'm going to say, screw it. You know, like if I'm a GM, I'm going to say, you know, because people mess up, you know, it happens. There's nobody's perfect. So th that's kind of why it happened. But if I had the number two pick at Golden State, I'm taking Mello Ball. So yeah. he, mm. I'm safe anyway because I would have took the right kid. And if we had to trade him or package him as a deal, then I'm still getting yeah. some assets for the team. But, Absolutely. you know, for your guy's point, uh, yeah, I can see what you guys are saying. Uh, there's just a few guys that you're going to have to take a chance on once in a while. So I'm like, I can't get it wrong. You that, know no, I mean? that is true. Yeah, so. Right. And maybe I didn't talk to Adi's guy. You know, I didn't, Adi's like, Ronnie's an idiot. You know, he didn't do <laughs> No, no. Like, I mean, it was just, I mean, it was someone who close to all three. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was probably, it wasn't something I expected. It wasn't information I expected to get while I was in the blazing hot heat in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> live where they're playing. So, you know. That's fair. Okay, well, Ani, let's hear your re-rank then. So Give me your top six and in order. Number one's Ann Edwards, and it was, it was, it was mighty interesting. Um, I went to P3, which, you know, the NBA teams kind of use them, uh, mm -hmm. like, for, like, yeah. from, a, like, a physical stance, uh, a standpoint, like, you know, whatever. And they also said, like, when they had Anthony Edwards there for, like, a, a pre-draft or some pre-draft deal, like, he was off the charts. Like, they knew he was going to be – the best player in that draft, just from like, from a phys, like just from athletic yeah. standpoint, yeah. lateral, yeah. vertical, all that. So one is him. Two, I have Tyrese Maxey. Um, yeah. Yes, like people would be like, you have him over Lamelo. I think he's very, he's a lot more dependent. Crystal ball. <laughs> he's a lot more, yeah. And I'm, and this is DFW bias. You know, Ty, Maxi, like, I, you know, I know Maxi since he was in middle school. So, yeah. you know, shout out to Tyrese Maxi. But, like, I have Maxi too. Just yeah. think he's a lot, uh, a lot more dependable. Uh, yeah. Then LaMelo. LaMelo is, uh, to me, is a, a better talent. But um, maybe him being drafted at Charlotte wasn't the best situation. <laughs> um, that's also part of, you know, that's also part of it. Uh, from a talent standpoint, I probably had LaMelo over Tyrese, but I've always been so high on Reese because he's always been consistent, even yeah. since I've seen this kid at 12 years old. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's just a safe two. And I think he's even over – he's he's went past what people thought he would be in the NBA, and I think yeah. there's a lot more to it. Um, number four, I have Franz Wagner, but he came from – he came from Germany, so, like, maybe you don't really put him in. But I, you know, someone that was borderline rookie of the year when he was a rookie, who's going to be like probably the second best player in Orlando uh, this upcoming year and has been really helpful for them. That's why I have him for number five. I do have Isaiah Stewart, which I talked about earlier um, on the deal. Just been really productive. And number six, I have Jaden McDaniels. I think Jaden has mm -hmm. done a good job uh, for Minnesota, especially as a defender. Uh, just a kid with his size and versatility. And I think he averaged like 12 and five this past season. So I'll put Jaden there. I know he, I think he went to Washington, right? Had a, okay. He had a solid, good, solid yeah. 
like college career. You know, but um, I really like how he's kind of came around. And then I have, you know, pressure. I know we're going to six, but pressure at you would be seven, who's doing a really good job at Toronto. Franz Wagner, you can put out and you can bring the other guys up because, like, came from a club in Germany. But um, I have Maxi over LaMelo because Maxi's, to me right now, is more dependable. <laughs> dependable for what, Adi? No, he's right. Actually, the play, right. yeah. the play, I mean, I'm kind of hearing maybe this is bad sources that, you know, Charlotte would be okay trading LaMelo. Wow. You know, things change fast. You know, um, and that's special of his talent he is. I mean, I could be wrong on that. Like, I'm not saying I got sources like Shams or Woes, but like, <laughs> you know, I've been hearing more things that yeah. could be potential that are yellow to red flags on a situation where Reese doesn't have those things. Yeah, Reese is more of a winner. You're right. Reese is more yeah. of a go-getter. Real quick, before we wrap this up, Chelsea, is on, is, is Mello almost like he said, because it's Charlotte. Is he almost his whole, is he almost just been a sideshow? Like, he's almost like, oh, look at Mello. Look at his, is he, is he going to get in there and like win you a game seven? Like, does he have that? Or is it more like, we'll see if he has good players around? You're right. You're right, Anis. Uh, Mallow is a little bit like that. He's almost like a, a, a showman sideshow to me at times. I don't see grit. I don't see like kick ass, win a game six and game seven. Yeah, I think when I look at Mellow, I think that he is must-see TV, very yeah. entertaining to watch. I don't yeah. really know how it's going to translate when he gets down the line. Yeah. And to Ani's point about just yellow to red flags, I can see that. I think Mellow has a maturity issue. So I think his yellow to red bags probably aren't even on the court because he's a special talent. Sure. But right. just, you know, outside factors and stuff like that, I can see a team maybe wanting to kind of move on from that. Um, but at the end of the day, like, Charlotte's under new management now because, you know, Jordan sold his stake. Yeah. Um, it just, you know, you got to see what kind of direction that you want to go in. So because he's an incredible talent, you could obviously get a lot of assets and stuff for him. Um, you may not at this point in time may be able to find a player that's better, um, you know, at his age. Right. But at the same time, like, you have to look at all things. And and I think Tyrese Maxey is incredible. I think LaMelo Ball is a better prospect. But I do agree with Ani that up until this point, he's not, not like, he's not expendable. Because, he, right. you know, is he available? Is he playing? Like, if I'm getting a hell of a baggage for him, I would ship Melo out of a Charlotte, too. So... I, yeah. I kind of see both sides. And, and I'll make this statement. And I know I'm crazy to make this statement. If you took James Harden out and you gave Maxi the number two role in Philly and you traded James and had whatever, whatever you get out that Philly's better. Wow. That's a very bold statement, but you Philly, Philly, Philly's better. Well, I think getting rid of James at this point, who doesn't want to be there, then yeah, that, that I thought they should have done it last year. Yeah. I know like they should have got rid of him last year. I but, Reese is ready for the number two spot. Wow. You heard it here I, first. I just think, I, I just think he, over time. he would take that spot because James wants to get rid of his spot. So at this point, the team probably would be better off because James just doesn't want to be there. So I don't even know if it's a Tyrese Maxey talent thing. I think it's a Sixers are a shit show thing right now. Oh, 100%. Whole thing crazy. So, yeah, we, we, we can go on. But, yeah, we just wanted to give some thought on that and and have fun with it. And, you know, we're talking about re-ranking a class. And I just think the moral of the story is how quickly fortunes can change because, look, at Wiseman's fortunes have changed. Maxie's fortunes have changed to a positive. 
you know, uh, Jaden McDaniels, Isaiah Stewart kind of hanging on. Are they going to be long-term mm-hmm. players, really good, or just okay? You know, it's very tough. It's it's just really tough to be an A1 star. And besides Maxie um, and Ant Edwards, maybe none of these guys are going to be that. You know, like right. we'll see if Melo ever plays for another team. My guess is he one day will play for another team, and then we'll mm-hmm. see what he really what he what he really has. I, I and we won't know till then. So on that note, we'll uh, get out of here. We appreciate everybody listening to the In the Paint Overtime Shorts. Uh, we'll have more episodes, fun episodes, and uh, till then, we'll talk to you guys next week.